Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. And we try to take little bits and pieces from their journey and the things that they're doing um, and hopefully apply them to our own lives as well. But, um, I, you know, again, I have a really cool guest today. We're going to jump into that in just a second. I wanted to first of all say this episode is sponsored by Thirdsy. And if you've uh, heard a couple of our um, recent episodes. We actually talked to the founder of that and, and you'd probably hear a little bit about it, but it's um, they create natural products that help athletes and high performers um, get better quality rest and recovery from physical and mental stress. So their uh, PM Recovery Collagen, which is this, you'll see it's actually open because I uh, tried, I've tried it out myself. Um, it's melatonin free, it's sedative free drink powder that gives you the best quality rest um, while supporting joint and muscle recovery at the same time. So you just take a scoop before bed and you wake up uh, a lot hopefully a lot more energized and ready to take on the day so if you go to um, thirdzy.com that's t-h-i-r-d-z-y uh, or z for our american counterparts and use the uh, code b-i-b-m 20 and you could save 20 percent on that so um, definitely check it out and see if uh, if it works for you uh, and so I, I'm really happy to have uh, Lindsay Eastwood with us today. Um, she's in her third season of pro hockey with the Toronto Six and the PHF. Um, she holds a place in history there as well by scoring the first ever goal for the Six franchise. And last year, she represented uh, the team at the league's All-Star Showcase as well. Um, she um, also, and, and I'll, uh, I'll try to go through some of the NCAA stuff, uh, Lindsay as well, but um, basically went to Syracuse University um, and uh, a captain that squad for for some of her time there as well um, and was also a silver medalist with Team Canada under 18 women's team um, at the IIHF in 2014 as well so uh, um, but I also know that she's a she's a marketer outside of uh, doing pro hockey as well and and has done some work kind of building brands there and when she's not playing hockey or in business she also uh, has done some skill development uh, coaching as well so so first of all um, lots going on and, and we're kind of in mid-season right now so thank you for taking the time to, to spend with us today, Lindsay. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the intro there, Jamie. And I'm happy to happy to chat with you today. You know, I think the the first thing is is that um, I know we've talked a, a couple of times, and I, I've kind of followed the six for the first little while. But you've you've had a the first couple of years were were probably a, at the weirdest time to actually have to do this because we had so much with the pandemic, and and this year uh, is is probably the the most normal season that has has started for you. And maybe we'll just ask: has it has it felt like a little more of a rhythm this year than maybe you've had uh, in the first couple of years with the six? Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels more of more like a season, a real season. Last year was a little better. The first year, obviously, 2020, we uh, 2021, we uh, did a little bubble season, condensed bubble, and uh, but th and then last year we still had games that would get canceled due to COVID or people like traveling purposes, and 
so now we're finally uh, back on it, running smoothly and knock on wood. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. You can never too sure these days. But no, so yeah. far so good, and uh, it feels pretty normal. The the weekday schedule, even our team, the fact that we practice more, and yeah, it just feels uh, feels way more legit this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, we talked about. Um, so it's a, a relatively new franchise. I mean, you know, especially with the COVID stuff that happened before. But um, you know, I mentioned at the start, you got the first goal for the the franchise, and and maybe I'll kind of throw that out there to start with. How did how did that feel to get the first goal? Because I know that was a, a pretty big event. But um, how is it knowing you know that you've you've kind of got a little spot in history there with the team as well. Yeah, that was definitely a big goal and one that I'll uh, I'll never forget. That's for sure. I I remember in the moment though, I was just pumped. We we were on the board and yeah. you know we had a lead in the game, so I didn't even think anything of it. It was afterwards that I didn't realize it was it was this cool of a goal. I guess uh, that special of a moment. So, uh, but now looking back, definitely one I'll remember forever. And you know the monkey off the back uh, pretty early in the season, so our our, our condensed season, right? Um, and was which felt pretty nice, but. Uh, yeah, no, definitely a big goal and hopefully more to come. And and how um, how has the season been going so far? I mean, I know that um, you've it's still pretty early in the season, but um, but has it uh, has it felt good from from that standpoint so far? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got a couple games under our belt um, and it's a couple road trips, a couple big wins. So. Uh, yeah, it's feeling good. Yeah, you know, we talked about um, a little bit about your path to the six before, but maybe um, you know one of the the things is that the six has been so successful so far, which you know is is pretty cool. That oftentimes that can be a bit of a learning experience as you go through. But you've been one of the top teams for literally um, since inception. Um, you know, how has the experience been growing a team? Because you know, as a player, it probably you have an a, a little more added responsibility when you're you're also trying to kind of promote it and get things out there has that has that been a different experience for you or what's that been like yeah yeah I know it's definitely come a long way since uh three years ago when I first joined the six and uh just even things like I, I mentioned earlier we practice three times a week whereas before it was only twice a week and it was late at night now we uh we get yeah. the good dice times in the morning and yeah. uh you know it just feels a lot more uh more streamlined and more professional in that regards and uh, when the following has been great, getting people to come out and watch us. It's been awesome to see that our first home weekend, we sold out at Canland, New York. So that's yeah. great to see. But yeah, like you mentioned, we definitely as we, we have another, uh, you know, another priority when we're playing is we're not just going to the, to the rink and getting on the ice. Like we also have to grow the game off the ice. And that's definitely a responsibility that we have to take on. And uh, but it's we all love it. It's yeah. great. It, you know, it's getting to connect with the younger group. This year we're doing autographs after our home games, which is awesome. And and it's yeah. it's pretty cool to see. And the fact that these young ladies look up to us is pretty humbling. So, um, yeah, we definitely do have another responsibility off the ice to help grow the game. But it's uh, it's nothing, nothing to shy away from. Yeah. What is, what is that like to be? Because when you were, when you were coming up, when you were younger and which wasn't that long ago, but um, did you have certain people that you, you know, you had as, as either mentors or people you thought, wow, you know, that, that person is, is pretty amazing. And I'd like to be like them. Have you, did you have people like that? And what's it like now that the tables have turned a bit and, and you get to be, play that role for a, a bunch of young, young women and, and probably boys as well. Yeah, for sure. I definitely had role models that I looked up to and other players and um, being from Ottawa, I know Jamie Lee Rattray, she's from Ottawa. So always yeah. looked up to her for sure. And 
Yeah. And now like, I still like, don't believe it when people say they look up to me or whatever, young girls, it's, it's pretty cool. It's definitely humbling. And, um, you just, you know, it's, you take, you take on that responsibility that you have to be a good role model out there. And, um, it's, it's very, very sweet. And people come up to me or whatever at the games and stuff, but, uh, no, I, it's now that the tables have turned, it's, it doesn't feel any different, really. It's just tumbling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, and so one of the things that does set, and, and I think the, the PHF has done this generally, but Toronto six has done a lot of this is, is um, not just even just growing the game, but growing definitely women and females in sport. Um, is that an, is is that something that affects the players? Like I know a lot of the the business side of things is to be able to kind of promote that and make sure that um, you're kind of capturing uh, an audience that way. Is that something that um, that the players kind of feel a responsibility for, or how does how does that work for you guys? Yeah, you know, I think our our upper management front office, I guess you could say, they they do a good job of going out there and getting us sponsors to take care of that side of things to make it a business and. Um, but we just have to put a good product on the ice. You know, yeah. that's what, that's a, that's a, at the end of the day, our job and be good role models off the ice. So if we're, you know, putting ourselves in a good light and being good people, I think that goes a long way. And especially, um, you know, these days there's, people are watching women's sports, it's growing and it's, it's, uh, there's a lot to come here. And I think a lot more growth to even happen. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I don't know if everybody knows that you're, you have a relatively new kind of ownership group that has, that's a really diverse, very cool ownership group that, you know, has Angela James and, and uh, um, Anthony Stewart and Bernice Carnegie and all these really kind of cool people in, in that space. And um, uh, the growth is, is obviously, is obviously there, which is, which is nice to see. Um, You know, you mentioned that you do, um, you know, you're able to, to practice more and things like that, but what is, what is a day in the life look like for somebody who's a pro athlete from that standpoint, who also, I mean, a lot of people, you know, still know that you still have to do some work. So you, you work and you, you do your training and all of those things and probably want to have a bit of a social life as well. You're still young. So how do you balance some of those things to make sure you still are able to do what you need to do as a pro athlete? Yeah, it's definitely a balancing act. I know, like like you mentioned, I still have to work a little bit. Um, This year, I've been pretty fortunate that Hockey gets to be my full-time job and uh, mm-hmm. I just work part-time on the side. Yeah. But that's something honestly that I take a lot of pride in is working at the same time as playing. Cause it's, I, I want to, you know, when I do step away from the game or it could, I could get injured tomorrow, you know, it, it, hockey isn't going to be forever. And so it, it's good to get yourself prepared for the future. And so this yeah. way I, I still keep my skills sharp. I'm still getting some experience and, um, and it also, you know, I, I think I'm at my best when I'm busiest, which yeah. is some people find that a little crazy, but I, when I'm busiest, I'm most uh, efficient in, in all aspects. So uh, I definitely, I don't mind at, especially that I'm working part-time now. So I work 20 yeah. hours a week and um, it's a hybrid system from home and in the office. And then I go yeah. to practice. So at the end of the day, it is a full, full day, but uh, some, some ways to help balance this is I have a, I actually use my own brand to try and get some partnerships and whatnot. So I have a food a meal prep uh, company mm-hmm. with 16 ounces and they help me, they yeah. send me food and 
Um, I just pop it in the oven and it's a good hearty, healthy meal. And I don't have to worry about cooking then, you know? And right, so that's, right. uh, that saves a lot of time, a nice, healthy meal that's ready for you. And I don't have my mom here to cook for me anymore. So <laughs> definitely, definitely nice in that regards, but yeah, just staying yeah. on top of sleep. I know that's huge for me is my sleep yeah. so important. So makes me a happier individual when I'm uh, well rested <laughs> and then just obviously making time for friends and you can, we have a couple off weekends with our, our league schedule. We only play about 24 games. And to mm -hmm. me, that's, I'm used to playing 30, 35 um, in yeah. university. So it's not that many games. We get a, a good amount of off weekends. So, you know, take care of yourself. Do, you know, if it's, you have to focus on some more work away from the rink or uh, seeing some families and friends that definitely take advantage of those weekends as well to help balance everything at the end of the day. You do still train and you have to have kind of good recovery and, and things like that. Um, like, do you have to do much training outside of the actual, like you're on ice training and all those things. Do you find you have to do a lot of kind of in gym training or is it less during the season when you're, you're in the middle of it right now? Uh, it's definitely less during the season. Um, but I do, you know, I do carve out time for that. And a lot when we have like la the last two weekends, we were on the road. So it yeah. was pretty, those are exhausting weekends. You get home pretty late yeah. on Sunday night after it's a long day. So, uh, you know, those weeks I, I just stick to the regimen at the rank and we work out before practice every day or uh, yeah. the three days that we're there. And then uh, we hit the ice, but um, on off weekends, I'll make sure I get an extra workout, some extra cardio in, um, and then just recovery is huge. So like, I, I'm a big stretcher. I need to stretch or yoga if I can. So I mix that in and you can get, find that on online even. So it's so super easy to just do from the comfort of my own home. And, um, yeah. but yeah, definitely on the busier weeks, I, I try to take it, just stick to what's going on at the rank. And, uh, when yeah. we have some downtime, I'll, uh, I'll keep up with some other yeah, fitness all the other stuff um and you did mention a little bit about when you what you like to do that work but you're also planning so that one day you know when you're not playing hockey professionally um that uh that you do other things and and i know we first connected when you were kind of coming up to toronto and and doing um you know looking at, at different jobs to do while you were there and things like that um one of the things do you find are there are there things that you've developed through hockey, whether that was, you know, at school or now kind of with the six that um, that you see, you know, really help you in your workplace? Like, are there are there things that cross over and things that you think, wow, this is what really um, helps me be a better, you know, leader, better employee, that kind of thing. Are there things like that that you see? Totally, totally. I, I uh, those soft skills, I guess you could say, I, I hone in on them a lot. So even, I know we've been talking about it a lot today, time management. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I learned that from hockey. You have to be able to balance like in yeah. university. We, I was going to school full time. Hockey was even busier than it is right now. So it's, uh, you have to be able to manage that. And then with work, um, hitting, making sure you're hitting your deadlines because that's how you stay a good employee too. Right. So, yeah. um, really managing my time on that front and, and making sure everything gets done, but then also getting to the rink, getting, making sure I'm able to get to the rink on time and, and balancing that. Uh, but yeah, working as a team is something that, you know, you, we always did school projects in university and you'd have to work with your, your classmates and is pretty agonizing at times, but it, <laughs> yeah. it, you in the workforce it's you're a team especially in like, the line of work that I'm doing it's we're a team that we uh we to get things done and so being able to work with others and I think that really comes down from from hockey is I've been playing on a team since I was six years old so I've been practicing yeah. that skill for a while and then 
also just having a strong work ethic. I see, I see a lot too. It goes a long way. Just uh, being able to open to, you know, things that you don't know if, if you're hesitant about your, your boss gives you something. Um, you know, sometimes it's a little intimidating, but just uh, being willing to op- to get through it, learn it and figure it out. That goes a long way and um, not turning down anything. And I think that also comes from, from playing sports is just, you know, you're, you're dealt with challenges all the time and you just have to get through it. You got to be resilient and use your resources around you to, to make it work. Yeah. Now, are you, Lindsay, are you a, are you a goal setter? Like, I'm sure you have very specific um, goals from a, you know, from a sports standpoint and things like that, but do you, do you write them down? Like, do you write your, your different goals down that you want in professional or personal life? Like how, how does that work for you? Yeah, I definitely have some big big goals and big dreams uh, in my personal life and, and work life post hockey. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're kind of just sitting in the back of my mind, but day to day, I think those ones uh, I, I used to do weekly, I'd write down, okay, this is what it's kind of more like a manifestation. So mm-hmm. like it, telling myself, just putting it out there. So I'll get it done kind of thing. So setting like smaller goals, uh, this is a, or a checklist. Like I need my checklist and it feels so good to check it off once you do it. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm a big, write it down. And then if it's down there, I see it, I have to get it done. And then it always feels good seeing all the boxes checked at the end of the week. Yeah. 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 It's interesting that there are some people that are totally driven by just being able to, you know, either use a highlighter or check it off. And that just gives you a sense of accomplishment as we do that. Um, You know, so one of the things that that we do is that um, we always get a couple of kind of key, um, you know, takeaways, I guess, for the audience. And and we've had a few of them here, especially if somebody's looking at, uh, you know, following how how your team works, but also how um, they might approach training and things like that. you know, maybe first of all, just before we do that, I, I guess, uh, you know, when, when young girls are talking to you about, you know, how do you become, like, how do you get to the level that you're at now? There's probably tons of people that are, are uh, um, you know, looking at you as, as that kind of role model. Um, are there things that you'd say to some of those young girls that uh, you are looking at? Okay, I could go to a, um, a school that, you know, that really values kind of women's hockey, and then it could lead to a professional kind of role now. Are there, are, are there things that you'd give them as, a, as advice as to, um, how to um, how to look at that if it is something they really want to do? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know growing up, I uh, I always had big dreams. Of, you know, I'm, for me, growing up, it was to go play university. And then mm-hmm. um, once university was over, I wanted to keep playing hockey and um, professional. I, I got to understand the woman professional women's hockey landscape. And uh, so then this this door opened for me, which was awesome with the six. But now I think girls, young girls are getting they're they're able to see that there is life after hockey hockey after or sorry life after college hockey yeah um so there is professional leagues that they can join and um whereas I didn't really see that as much it wasn't as out there uh I know I know there were they were there um but they were players weren't making money or you know it was just kind of it was there but it was like a national team players and so now seeing that there are professional leagues um I think these young ladies can see that there is something to strive for and and if yeah. they wanted to to go after it don't um don't 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 let that be a roadblock nerves or anxiousness keep pushing through it and uh if you if you want it there's a way you just got to work at it and obviously there's little steps along the way but don't don't sell yourself short 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think what um, I mean, a, a great example of what the six is doing is is gives that opportunity to people that, you know, and, and lets them picture something that they may not have have uh, been able to see before. So that's that's great. Um, so the 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 real thing kind of we're, we're going to kind of uh, give a couple of key tips if you can. Um, you you mentioned, Lindsay, how important um, uh, working with a team has been since you were really young. And, and because if you've been part of a team for all that time, um, and we're a captain and assistant captains and things like that. Um, you know, are, do you have a few key tips of what are a couple of the big things to, to try to have a cohesive team? Are there a couple of things that, um, that people have to keep in mind or that, um, that really are um, some of that secret sauce of having a really good cohesive team? Yeah, I think as a leader, uh, you need to remember, you know, it, it's human than athlete or, you know, it's human than employee kind of thing. And, and I think that that really makes your team, your teammates, uh, your colleagues, everyone feel a little bit better about themselves that your, you know, your leader cares about you. And uh, I, I think that that's really important. And then also team bonding. Uh, I know people don't really like the icebreaker games all the time, but honestly, once you get going, I think it makes a big difference. Getting to know people away from the project, away from the rink, um, off the ice or, you know, away from the office. I think that that goes a long way. And um, it builds relationships outside of uh, the workplace. And, and at the end of the day, then if, you know, someone is struggling and they need help, well, you're, that's your friend now. And you want to make sure, I know I want to make sure my friends are, are doing well and succeeding. So you're more willing to help them if you have a relationship. And so building those relationships away from the rink or the office, I think it, are, is huge. Yeah, oh, I I love the human before athlete or human before employee kind of uh, thing as well. I, I, it goes for basically anything. Is that uh, um, you can always that have a better connection with someone if you know uh, a little bit more about where they're coming from. So uh, that's that's great. Um, it, you know, if people um, want to be able to to follow you and what you're doing over the next little while, what are some of the best ways to do that, Lindsay? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Lindsay Eastwood, but instead of O's, it's zeros. And then uh, on Instagram, it, my handle is Linz East with two T's. Uh, and right. then I also have a website, www.lindsayeastwood.com. All right. And what we'll do is we'll put in the show notes, we'll put all the links for those. So, um, uh, so everybody can follow all of them and, and take a look at all of them. And, uh, um, and yes, so, uh, so, you know, some great stuff to see over the next little while. I think you've, uh, um, you're going to be heading into probably a, a busy season, both like the, to wrap up December, but also kind of heading into the new year, there'll be lots going on. So uh, definitely do that. Um, to anybody listening, if you haven't already um, hit uh, subscribe on the podcast, uh, we have great people every week, just like Lindsay. Um, and uh, again, you know, I know, uh, things are, are probably quite busy for you right now, Lindsay. So we really appreciate you taking the time with us today. Of course. It was great talking with you, Jamie. All right. And everybody else, um, you, we will talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves. Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on. You know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.